Hello, and welcome to the Agni Uncle's Summer Special, Part 2. I am Jeeves, the Thin White Duke, and with Uncle Si and Uncle Dave busy filming the new TV show, and Posh Tash off on her holly bobs, we're bringing you the second of our best of Confidential Corner podcasts. Yes, this time we're turning the clock back to 2022, and a few of the problems and panics that you told us you enjoyed hearing the most. So in today's special episode, you'll be hearing the sex trout face fail. There's the problem with drunken texting. Men everywhere will rush from the room screaming at the fizzing willy story. And finally, you'll be reaching for the TV buttons with the tale of the remote control neighbor. But let's start with the unfortunate tale of the sex trout face. Enjoy. If you got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. Okay, our next problem is called uh, the boyfriend fish face, and this uh, we uh, we need one lady's name and one man's name. So one male, one female. Uncle Sai, a male. Uncle Dave, a female. Trevor. Trevor. Jean. Trevor and Jean. Well, this comes from Jean, who says, "Hello, hairy uncles and Auntie Tash." Ah, oh, sorry, Jean, you can't call her Auntie. She doesn't like that. It's oh. really rubbish. Oh, rubbish. Anyway, we'll carry on. Um, Jean says, "I started dating Trevor in August last year, and after a bit of a whirlwind, we moved in together at the start of November. Not very long there. There's been a few bumps along the way, but things are going well, and I particularly enjoy our snuggle time in the morning." Trevor sleeps very soundly, so I like to go and tickle him to wake him up, and then we enjoy some bedroom Olympics before snoozing for another hour till we have to get up. This was fine when the nights were long and dark, but since the clock's changed, it starts to get light in our bedroom pretty early. I woke up one morning, I was about to start my tickling, when for the first time I was able to see Trevor's face in the half-light. When he's asleep, his face looks exactly like the face of a trout. His mouth is open, his face a sort of sags backwards, and his nose has collapsed into his top lip. Honestly, it's a trout face. When he's awake, this isn't apparent at all, but since I've seen it, I can't unsee it, and it's cooled my passion no end. He started to notice that I'm less hands-on than I used to be, but I can't really tell him that it's because I think I've woken up in a fishmonger's, can I? Or can I? Please help. Over to you. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it all sounds rather shallow to me. Well, either that, no, the simple one to this is, I find for the benefit of sleep, blackout curtains or blinds are the answer. Or if indeed, shutters. The only problem then is you sleep so well, it's hard to get up. Yeah. But then, then the perpetual mystery, isn't it? it? can, You know, Trevor can be whoever you want. Yeah, but, but, but poor Trevor, he doesn't know his face when he's asleep. And also, she does obviously know what he looks like in the daytime. So she should be fairly prepared. Everyone's got a pretty bad sleeping face, I imagine. You know, I think shut her eyes. She really needs the nookie. She needs to shut her eyes, just put her hand out and keep the eyes shut and she doesn't have to see it and she's still going to get the action. But, I mean, I think it's a bit offensive. I feel a bit sorry for Trevor. Oh, poor Trev. Mm. I was not convinced. What about, uh, what about Peter Bag? <laughs> With a picture oh. of George Clooney on the front. Yeah. You can get them. <laughs> or, from the Hairy Bikers website, you can have me or Dave next to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. With, with my little face. Yes, that could be a contraceptive device. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let's face it, before he wakes up, just slide your hand down, grand over his noodles, that'll wake him up, and with a smile. And then, ah. goodbye, Trout. Hello, Trev. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's... Yeah, noodling with your... Actually, better still... Do exactly that, 
but close your eyes while you were doing it and then when he does wake up because you know if somebody's niggling with your noodles there's you know you're, you're, you're not going to be asleep for much longer and then when he does wake up as dave says hello trevor yeah because thing is your sleep time is very private isn't it you you really it's like going to the loo you, you, you do things in your own way, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know if you're sharing a bed with somebody's different to sharing a loo with somebody, but some things are private and best respected, I think. And the fact he looks like a trout, you know, how how does Jean know what she looks like when she's asleep? Yeah. Yeah, she might look like a sheep. Yeah, exactly. I think it's unfair. I think it's really unfair. The other thing, I was going to find her silver lining. When people are asleep with their mouth shut, they wake up with really bad breath. But if he's sleeping like a trout with his mouth open, when she gets to go and kiss him, it's slightly fresher than usual. I mean, there's the silver lining. You don't kiss morning breath. Oh. oh no. No, no. I was cleaning your teeth before the snog. No, I know, but he's got his, he's just got his hands all over his, all over his, you know, super noodles. You've started then though, haven't you? You know what I mean? That, I mean, the prostitution is no kissing, surely. Not that I'd know, just saying. <laughs> That's a bit damning on our gene. Well, you know where we're going, where we're going with this? <laughs> Prostitution is no kissing. Yes. Not but, that the hairy bikers were suggesting, Gene, that there was anything untoward with you. No, no. Apart from the fact you don't like fish. Uh, uh, Trevor's fish face. Yeah. Aye. I, I mean, I can see a point. What about if he's on his side, you know, when you spoon in bed? So he surely must snug on the side and then she needs to come up from behind and put her hand over the top and canoodle noodles that way round and then she doesn't see his face. You yeah, sound like the bloody elephant man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Probably just because he sleeps with his gob open. I mean, to be fair, when your muscles are relaxing your face and your mouth open, the resemblance to a trout or a cod, with most people, he's probably apparent. I think she's shallow. Poor shallow. Trevor. Poor yeah, Trevor. Poor Trevor. Yeah. Poor Trevor. Yeah, but you, you don't want to shag a fish, though, do you? Really? <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, Gene, a couple of uh, suggestions for you there. Uh, either uh, you're a bit shallow or you need a bag over his head. But either way, we wish you luck. <laughs> what? what? Yes. What Remember, eat more fish. <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> if you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncle's a line. All right, it's time to head over to Confidential Corner. And this is, uh, this is called the Drunk Text Trauma. And we need one female name who haven't we asked yet it's tash have you been preparing again no i haven't and i've got my computer on a box which is upside down of a box of old box of wine but it's only french word i've got a chateau and a stand uh, that's no good oh, uh, oh um i've got a picture of um what's the chairman mal the peruvian <laughs> artist that was um, oh. The, the, uh, Virgin Mary? No, no, what was the other Mary. that got the, the bad accent? She painted herself for years. Um, Frida Carlton. Frida. Frida. So we're going with Frida. Jesus, Frida. that was the longest convoluted or what? But anyway, we got there. Drunk text drama. Frida has written in. Hello, lovely boys and lovely Tash. I've got myself into a pickle and I don't know what to do. I left my partner of seven years about 18 months ago. You see, I met someone new, and I just knew that I had to be with him. The breakup with my old fellow was traumatic, as he didn't want me to go. But as always, time made it better. Until two weekends ago, that was. My new fella and I had a row. It was a really stupid one about the number of firemen there were in Trumpton. He said six, I said five. Yes, it was that stupid. So I, so I just spat his tea out all over the computer. 
He stomped out and stayed at his sister's while I got silly drunk and ended up texting my old partner, telling him I wished I'd never left him and how I'd made a mistake. Oh. The thing is, I don't, I don't think that at all. I did for about three seconds when I sent the text and was really angry. Since then, my old partner has been messaging and trying to ring a lot, all of which I've just ignored, which seems to make him even more determined. I can't tell my new fellow what I've done. What am I going to do? Asks Frida. Over to you. That's a big balls up. Did Frieda actually get together with her ex-partner again, Mark? Didn't say so. She said, no. uh, said no, just, he's just been messaging, trying to ring, all of which she's just ignored. Frieda, Frieda's made her balls up, hasn't she, on both yeah. counts? Yeah. She's upset yeah. the apple cart with the ex, and, and the new one, she's been just overreacted about the amount of firemen in Trumpton. Yeah. I can just clarify. Pew pew, Barley McGrew, Patrick Dibble. Cuthbert, it was Cuthbert. Cuthbert this Dibble. isn't the <laughs> issue. The, the, the amount of firemen is incidental. There were six, though. <laughs> but one of them wasn't called Patrick, it was Cuthbert. Patrick. Pew, pew, because they were brothers, yeah. so there's two. Barley, Barley McGrew, oh, Cuthbert Dibble. Grum. No, Barley McGrew's one guy, surely. No, it's not. Oh. Barley and McGrew were two different ones, dudes. There's seven. <laughs> pew, pew, Barley McGrew, Cuthbert, Dibble, Grub. I remember them coming down the pool. You know what I'm going to do now? Oh, that's like that. I'm going to call my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, this just goes to show what, fri what friction can be caused by a simple mistake like this yeah. with firemen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... It's Do you know what I mean? You can see it escalate, can't you? You can see it escalate. Captain Pugwash here and me, I didn't get all that. <laughs> Captain Pugwash, he got banned. Well, well, yeah, but it was slightly... It was irony, wasn't it? Deep-seated irony. I love Captain Pugwash. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we get back to the, to the semantics of this, of this problem? You need to tackle it on two fronts. <laughs> One thing is, with the new fella, is, look, the argument was really stupid, and most of these arguments are stupid when you get to the basis of it. Uh, she needs to apologise and tell him she doesn't give a stuff how many firemen there are, really. And if he thinks there's 47, let there be 47. But then, if the, the new partner knows about that she's been texting the old one, well, but she needs to keep quiet about that. And the old one, she's just got to, just one simple message, put him out of his misery, and say, I'm sorry, I was stupid, I was a bit tipsy, and um, things have finished. Yeah, well, she, might, yeah. she might end up on her own now. She might lose both of them. What colour was the fire engine? Anyway. Um... <laughs> You're not I, helping. I think, I think she's balled up big time. Everyone makes a mistake, and she hasn't actually done anything. She sent a text. She's ignored it correctly because she's felt guilty about it because clearly she doesn't want to jeopardise the relationship, the Trumpton relationship. And the Trump relationship, next morning they probably laughed it off because that was probably a stupid argument with a couple of glasses in them. So I think she's kind of doing the right thing. She's ignoring and she just needs to keep ignoring because I think when she engages again with the ex, it'll escalate. So I think just block him and blank him. But my worry is she doesn't really want to block him and blank him. She's got him oh. waiting in the wings for these moments. Oh, It's called keeping your options open. Yeah. And, I, and I, what I suggest that she tries not drinking and if she is going to drink, to put her phone somewhere that she's not able to get it until she is sober. Well, it's like drinking, drinking and tweeting, isn't it? It's even worse if you put something in the public domain, Ooh, as yeah. indeed all, all 
or some you know major celebrities have tweeted their private parts and has destroyed their career really when they suddenly realize it's around the planet in 35 seconds yeah and i think also maybe stick to a conversation of something less argumentative like politics let's move away from trump's and children's programs Yes. Yeah. I, I can see how, because you can see, I can hear it now, isn't it? You're never wrong, you are. You? Well, you're never wrong either. So I'm telling you that that's, look, Google says this, it's, you know, it's all of that, isn't it? You can just see it going, yeah, well, yeah, you never loved me. <laughs> yeah. And before you know it, you're on the magic roundabout. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you know what I mean? And even nogging the noggle rear his head. Oh, blimey. Oh, you're digging them all yeah. out now. Oh. Thunderbird Stingray, Captain Scarlet. Oh, this is the voice of the Mysterons. You know, I know you can hear us, Earthlings. Yeah. in Scarlet. Indestructible. Right, I'll set them off now. They're a generation away from me. No idea what you're talking about. I bet none of you remember Supercar, do you? Mike Mercury. Supercar. That was after torching the battery, but no, Supercar was after Fireball XL5. Was Fireball XL5 first? Oh, God, what kind of worms has been open? Fireball was good. I love that. Steve Zodiac and Venus Vesuvius and <laughs> Robbie the Robot. <laughs> Going home now, Miss Zodiac. It was Robbie, I think. I used to love that. But Zuni the Lazoon was brilliant because he was. Hold on, hold on. This is your acid trip. It's got nothing to do with children's programming. <laughs> this, is, this is. I've just dropped the Superman Kingy. Right, smashing. Who are we talking to now? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, good. Oh. Okay, we, we need to give some definitive advice to Frida here. Um, right. So, Frida. Uh, uh, Uncle, uh, Uncle Si, we'll start with you. Uh, what would you do if you were in Frida's? Shoes. Uh, I'd feel I'd I'd feel a bit of a divvy, and then um and and look, I'm not saying that I haven't been there because I have. So what I'd probably do, I'd just kind of go look. I, I'm sorry. I te I would text them and go look. I was a bit I was a bit tiddly. I'd had a row. I was angry. I'm really sorry. I've put you in this position, but it is finished. And that's what I would do. Uncle and Dave. And say out to the hubby. Uncle Dave. I'm broadly speaking the same. Just be honest. Stick your hands up and um, and get back to the... I always think as well is it's worthwhile getting back to the root of all the trouble. It's a bit like a weed. You have to dig it up. And obviously the root of this trouble was Trumpton, so, which is largely stupid, really, to cause all this chaos. So I realised the absurdity of it and try and put it right. And Postash. I'm going to go for a more serious answer and tell her to have a little think about A, why she's still got her ex's number in there and she felt that she needed to call him and B, what was it really trumped and they were arguing over? Maybe there's something bigger and that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. And if both of those are irrelevant, then I would keep quiet. I would just ignore that ex totally and make up with your trumped and Boyfriend. Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk, don't get drunk, just send an email, just send an email to the agony uncle. It's time to head to Confidential Corner. Getting busy with the fizzy is what it's called. One female name from Uncle Dave, please, and one male name from Uncle Si. Mary. Uh, Trevor. <laughs> okay. Mary writes, how can I get my Trevor to forgive me? We like to have fun at sexy time with food. It might be ice cream dripped on his body, or he sometimes gets out the strawberries and cream, that kind of thing. And I thought it'd be nice to share one of my favourite childhood sweets, space dust. 
which he had never heard of. I used to love the way it popped and fizzed on my tongue. I thought it might give him a nice sensation. So I got him nice and relaxed and then tipped a packet of it over his old chap. No! Once it started fizzing, we both realised it probably wasn't going to give him the same sensation that I thought he might get. In actual fact, he had to sit watching the telly for an hour afterwards with his thingy dangling in a Pyrex bowl of warm water to soothe it. He says we will never have food fun time again. How can I win him round, please? He likes your show, so he'll listen to you. Over to you, you says Mary. You sound dangerous, missus. Next time, you've been putting mustard all over his bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Space dust on your little oh, nether, oh, on your pie wacket. Oh, Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'd go back with the strawberry. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, trash tash. Yeah, I'd go back to where I'd, 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 yeah, I'd go back to the strawberries and cream. You kind of be putting space dust on your old chap. What? That's mad. No, I don't, I don't get this food thing. But there is like a perversion called splodging, isn't there? And uh, there was a program on the telly about it, splodgers. And what they do is they, yeah, and you like cover each other with cake. They put polythene on the floor. And it's called splodging. Oh, wow. um, but not, not that I, I. I've looked it up or anything, but, but no, there was a program on the telly for splodgers. But you know, wow. no, not a very you, sexy no. word, is it? You don't. You, you, you might spread. You might spread the food over each other, or you might drizzle it. You don't splodge it. It's like you kind of got a couple of pies and go pff, horrible. <laughs> Well, uh, that sounds more attractive, a couple of pies, than having your old chap covered in space. Just, what would you call that? The firework Painful. or something? <laughs> It'd be like yeah. a sparkler, wouldn't it? Yeah. Can you imagine oh. if you got it in your belly button, though? That would cause no end of worry. I mean, oh. I mean, your old chap, at least you can wash it off. Your belly button, you'd be there for weeks trying to oh. get it out, wouldn't you? Oh, oh sitting there, I mean, it's bad oh. enough if you, if you sting yourself with chilli, isn't it? You know, oh. you have to put your little member in the, in the wash basin for a bit. Or, or yoghurt. Yeah, a friend of ours, got a lot of, he was 16, I think, 17 at the time, and he was going down to Nando's, you know, where they do peri-peri chicken. Yeah. Peri-peri chicken, sorry, peri-peri. And, um, and they were having, he was obviously a bit of bravado. I can do the, I can do the seriously hot sauce. You know, his mates are going, oh, I think medium's enough for me. He showed off, he went for the really hot sauce, and then he went to the loo and then came back with tears in his eyes because he forgot <laughs> to wash his hands before he went to the no. loo. Oh. 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 The worst. Yeah. Um, I've got visions of her doing sherbet dib dab, you know, at the moment, and you know that's similar. I yeah, guess. that would be just as uncomfortable. I, I, honestly, yeah. I'd go to, look. Look, if you want to push the boat out, try trifle or something kind of relatively inert. Angel you know, it's like you don't want. Yeah, what? <laughs> just, oh, well, think of the mess. Oh. No, it's not my cup of tea at all. No, no, Dave. No, no I mean you know. No. no, I mean food should be on a table, not on each other's. But I yes. mean, have, yeah, I, I could understand know. eating sushi off your beloved one because yeah, the body heat was, improves yes. the flavour of the rice. Yes. No, no, that's a fact. Fishy, that. fishy, fishy. Yeah, that is a fact actually. Yeah, sushi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That wouldn't smell nice though. You don't want to have raw fish over you. No, fresh fish doesn't fishy. Well, Mary, uh, we we uh, we don't know that we have much sensible advice for you, but all we can say is don't ever do that again. Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk, don't get drunk, just send an email, just send an email to the agony uncles. All right, it's time to head to confidential corner. Oh, I thought that was it. Oh. No. <laughs> oh, don't say I'm, I'm really off the boil today, aren't I? <laughs> okay. Oh, I can't get it. My heart's pounding. I'm still well, wedding. Well, you've, <laughs> had, you've had fair warning now, so let's do it again. It's time okay. to head to Confidential Corner. Dirt, dirt, 
Brilliant. For this, it's called The Annoying Neighbour, and we need one male name. And who haven't we asked yet? Me, me, me again, me again. I'm in a different room today and I'm not prepared. You're never prepared. How often do we do this every week? You're never, ever, ever, ever. (laughs) Apart from borrowing your neighbour's names, you never do it. I've got a chocolate egg in front of me and a cord for a guitar solo. I have. Okay. Wait, don't move, don't move, don't no, no, move. No, no. History of Britain, I'm Go, opening oh, it up. History, oh. well, what name are we going to have? Oh, Albert. I'll be bloody Ethelred. Ethelred, yes. I probably could get down there. What no, have no. we got? No, yeah, I've got Albert. Uh, Albert. Albert. Yeah. This comes from Albert, who says, Dear uncles and the Queen. You are now just the Queen. Throughout this podcast, you progress in regal terms. I have a really annoying neighbour, says Albert. Our houses are semi-detached, the walls quite thin. He insists on having his television on super loud, which winds me up. But as I'm British, I'm completely unable to say anything to him directly. (laughs) That's so true. When I came home from work a few weeks ago, I happened to notice through his lounge window that his television looked a bit like mine. So that evening, when it was blasting out the Great British Bake Off at ear-splitting levels, I leant out of my window, pointed my TV remote at his window (laughs) and pressed the mute button. Hey, presto, the sound went off. Oh, genius. Brilliant. Genius. He put it back on. I turned it off again. He put it back on. I turned it off again. This went on for about five minutes until I heard him swear, stomp upstairs, job done. If I can ever hear his TV through the wall, I just employ this trick. And after a few minutes, he loses his temper and all is quiet again. Another time, at one o'clock in the morning, I switched his TV on, selected one of the adult (laughs) channels available on Freeview and switched it off again. A couple of days later, my wife told me of a blazing row she'd heard from next door with my neighbour's wife berating my neighbour for watching dirty TV channels when she'd gone to bed. (laughs) I'm enjoying my new power too much and you need to tell me to stop as my neighbour doesn't seem himself anymore and he's had curries out twice to look at his TV. Or should I just continue to have fun? Asks Albert, over to you. Oh, God. Do you know what I worry now is that... Everybody's going to be having a go at this with the neighbours, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. You're sitting down watching Coronation Street, EastEnders. Oh, I hate it's it one... when stuff like that doesn't work. Oh, Tellies don't work, good. computers don't work. That's oh. genius, Bert. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. One of the best letters yet. I absolutely love oh, it. Don't, love don't stop. I want more no. letters. <laughs> oh no! I, I think this could be a, a this could be Albert's ongoing saga. I think this is <laughs> this is sheer and utter genius. It's sheer and utter genius. I the love. Un- the only downside's going to be is when Albert works it out and he starts reciprocating and doing it back. Then oh. it'll be all out remote control war. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Well then, yeah. Somebody's going to have to buy another. T- you know what? The best thing to do though, get another telly. Right, Albert. If Albert buys another telly and keeps the remote from his <laughs> yeah. old telly, oh yes, oh, I mean that's job done, isn't it? Then he'll, he'll never guess. It. Then never no. guess. Then that's oh, good. That's genius. I love that. Oh, God, I mean, I, I presume he's actually say. knocked at knocked at the door first before he started his campaign of terror <laughs> and just said, "Can you turn your telly down? It's pissing me off." Do you know? <laughs> I wonder that he hasn't done that because if you think about it, if then that neighbour would think, "Oh, it's." probably them they'll go around and say something so he hasn't gone for the conversation he's gone out all out brilliant first mm. oh yeah. the campaign of telly terror oh <laughs> robo wars 
Oh, <laughs> oh, I love oh, this. God, I just don't know what else could you do. You could keep recording, couldn't you? You could set a pattern. You could set it to turn off when you don't want it. Maybe that's nicer. Maybe it's just the turn off, not put the porn on because the poor wife's having a shocker now. Maybe just to have it to, to switch off at 3 a.m. Well, if he's watching something that you know has got a really exciting climax, just as it's coming up either to the rude bit or the exciting bit, boom, turn off. Oh, bollocks. What's up to me telly? Can you imagine he's had the TV repairman out twice? Oh, no. It's working fine, Gov. Oh, they're going to get fed up with him as well. But it's not working. It is. It is. I love that. Oh. oh, Debbie does Dallas. I hadn't thought it, honestly, I didn't do it. <clears throat> I can see your mind working, Kingy. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah man. <laughs> Kingy will be hoping someone else turns hot- over. <laughs> oh. They can imagine the fun you could have in hotels, because they've all got the same tellies, haven't they? Of course. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. I tell you what, yeah. I, I, I'm, th- I'm thinking about moving into a semi-detached. <laughs> I think it's, it's, I'm loving the idea of this. Is this it's, after you've booked the wedding or before? I know. <laughs> I, I, I thought. I thought I'd, I'd move into the semi-detached, and while I was there, book the wedding. Good idea. <laughs> I was going to say you can see people going out to the pub now this evening, all going, "Oh, how you doing? Oh, yeah, lovely bank holidays. Good to get together with the neighbours." So, what TV do you have? We just need to buy a new one. What have you got? The whole street suddenly got Curry's deliveries going down. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine he's just watching. In the coronation, the crown's about to go on the head. Next minute, SpongeBob SquarePants comes on. <laughs> oh, man. all the fun you could have! Oh, this is epic. Oh, this isn't Ooh. a problem with Albert. No problem here. Yeah, I was going to say we, 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 we just need to, I think, go around the table. But I think we know where we are with this one. Albert's question was: Should I just continue to have fun or stop, uh, Uncle Dave? Continue to have fun, Albert, so it doesn't take the man to the brink of insanity. Uncle Si. Uh, continue to have fun and take him past the brink of insanity. <laughs> I just, I, 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 yeah, I want to be seen. I want to see him dancing naked in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> going to a wedding. I feel I should be the voice of reason and tell them all to stop and behave themselves. But I think it's too brilliant. It's you too... need to have the fun. You can't. You can't. <laughs> got so I'd be good. so disappointed in you, Tash. <laughs> it's just genius. If, if your, your life's, life's in a mess, mess then the email, email address is theagonyuncles at thehairybikes.co.uk. Yeah. so much for listening to us on the Agony Uncles podcast, the hairiest podcast on the planet, a positive furball of fun. Remember to email us your problems to the agony uncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's the agony uncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. And while you do that, uh, let me remind you that there'll be a new episode of the Agony Uncles every Friday. So just follow and subscribe to make sure you don't miss out because that would be wrong. And if enough people subscribe, we may be able to turn an honest shilling eventually from this podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, from Posh Tash. Goodbye. Bye-bye. The Thin White Duke. Bye. And from us. Bye. Bye-bye, folks. Bye. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.